everyone, welcome to Adoption Adventures. I say good evening, you might be listening to this in the morning, but you know me, I like to uh, give you the, the welcome of the time that I'm dealing with. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be talking to you this week about um, an event that unfolded just last night um, and how we as a family are reacting to that. So, um, little dude, as you know, has secured himself employment. Wonderful. Yay. Um, as part of that employment, last night was the infamous Christmas party. Now, I'm sure all of you remember last year when he attended that party and I recorded the episode straight, straight, straight on the moment. Um, and talked about sort of how it felt and, and all things like that. Um, now, this this year we're a little bit more seasoned. We know what we're doing. This is not the first time that he's been out and he's been able to have a little drink. Um, this year he was heading out and said, right, what are the rules? What are the parameters? I don't know why young people bother asking this question. They don't actually listen and they don't care to the answers. Um, so we said to him, okay, um, the last time he went out, so I don't know if I told you guys this, um, but settle in. <laughs> uh, the last time he went out, he had a time to be home. And he adhered to that time. Yay, win for us. Um, but as he came strolling into the home, um, he was definitely, definitely more than half cut. Um, and had decided that he would bring, I believe, three friends home um, and continue the party. Um Needless to say, these three were rather rapidly exited from our property. <laughs> um, and little dude received quite the ferocious telling off thereafter. Um, so this time when he was getting ready, he was like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. You know, go enjoy yourself, have a great time. Um, but we... We're going to put a few rules in place. Obviously, don't bring anyone back. Don't even question it. It's not, it's not acceptable. Just don't. Um, we then sort of said, okay, um, time-wise, we want you in a cab by midnight. Um, ideally, we would like you home by midnight, but in a cab by midnight. Sure, not a problem. He uh, he then phoned me at about 20 past 11 and said, hey, having a really good time with one of my friends. Their parents are going to come pick them up, um, but not until about quarter past 12. Would it be okay if I got a lift home with them? They've offered me a lift. I'm having a good time. Can I stay? Now, I won't lie to you. A big part of me wanted to say, no, I've set a time, you took liberties last time, let's just keep things simple, the answer's no, 
just come home when we told you to come home. But then this little nagging voice in the back of my head said, be cool, be a cool dad. You know, give him some respect, give him some time. Show him that you believe he's mature. So I went against my best judgment and said, you know what, fine. Do what you gotta do, but no later than sort of like 20 past being picked up. Sure, not a problem. Went to bed, and those of you who don't have teenagers and those of you that have not experienced teenagers, you haven't experienced this yet, <laughs> to this level anyway. Um, you don't go to sleep, you clock watch. And if you did manage to drift off to sleep, it's a, it's the faintest of sleeps. And you are constantly just waiting for the phone to ring or text or something. Um, it gets to half past and my phone buzzes. And it's little dude saying, hey, my friend's parents are stuck in traffic. They can't get here. Um, Going to be a bit late. So I respond and say, why don't you jump in an Uber? That would be a much smarter idea. Oh, I can't because an Uber is going to be at least 10 minutes and they're only going to be five minutes. We then engaged in a text battle because at half past midnight, how much traffic could there possibly be? At half past midnight, you are 10 minutes late telling me that you are going to be late. At half past midnight, I still haven't slept and I have work the following day. As you can imagine, listeners, this was one podcaster that was not in a good place. Um, Lost my temper, not in a good place, not happy at all, and let him know. Um, He was very apologetic very, very apologetic and said, you know, these are things that are out of my control. I can't help it. And I said, yeah, do you know what the problem is? Had you just come home when I asked you to, this wouldn't have been a problem. But instead, you've just taken liberties. He didn't get home until one o'clock this morning. And when he strolled his backside in, he attempted to make a joke about at least he's not wasted and at least he hadn't brought an army of friends home this time. I personally did not find the humour in this joke. I personally did not approve of, of this joke. Um, and let him know. I then said to him, look, I'm in a real foul mood. We're not going to talk about this right now. I need you to just get to bed. Um, he was like, oh, but I need to have a shower. I was like, fine, but it needs to be very, very quick. Um, and then he picked the fight. I was like, it wasn't my fault. You're being all cross with me, but it wasn't my fault. 
Unfortunately, this did not go down well once again. Unfortunately, this was something that I listened to and I raged. I raged because it was like, no, do you know what? I am absolutely knackered and you're sitting there telling me this isn't your fault. So I lost my temper. And as as with any parenting moment, when this happens, we find ourselves wishing afterwards that we hadn't lost our temper and thinking about all of the things that we didn't do right and we should have said, should have done and all things like that. And yeah, you, you kind of beat yourself up and go, oh man, like I really didn't need to lose control or I should have been better. All of those things apply. You know, I, I should have I should have been a better me. But I was raging. <laughs> so Losing my temper, I, you know, I've, I've spent the day reflecting on it and going, yep, do you know what? My parents would have lost their, lost their temper at me. It doesn't matter what external factors were involved. There was a, a major sort of mess up here and people need to be answerable for that. We've, Dad and I have identified that recently, with little dude getting that much older, we've started giving a lot more freedoms. And if he does something wrong, we'll talk to him about that instead of raising our voice or issuing punishments or anything like that. We've adapted, we've grown and we've said, hey, you know, it's all right, let's talk through the major screw up and let's see what we can do to, to help fix it. What we've noticed is that barriers are being pushed to their furthest degree and He's kind of like pushing us and, and trying to demonstrate that he he wants to see how far he can push these things. Um, if you speak to him about it, he would say that's nonsense. But the evidence suggests that it's not. Um, that's That's been difficult. Um, so when this all unfolded, I said, actually, I'm going to go back to how we were on some points, just on some, and I'm going to inflict a punishment because he needs to know that the rules and boundaries are still in place and if those rules and boundaries are broken, punishments exist. Um, so earlier today, he texted me and said, could, could my girlfriend come over? I responded with a simple no. Uh, this then launched a debate and a question, you know, why? Well, because you were disrespectful, didn't didn't appreciate this, blah, 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 blah. It's just not happening and there are ramifications for your actions. Um, this then re-sparked the debate, re-sparked the anger, re-sparked the frustration from him and, you know, he felt really hard done by because there was nothing he could do. Nothing he could do about this. Um, if anything, he's the victim here. So, I said to him, I said, at the moment, my thought process is that you're going to be punished for a week. Um, keep pushing me and I'll make it worse, basically. Um, and what we saw was interesting. So, he, he said to me, you know, you've always told me that I should pick my battles. This is a battle I want to pick. I think you're being unreasonable. I don't think that you're justified in, in sort of punishing me to this level and I said noted 
I'm going to seek external counsel here. So I said um, that he could ask dad what dad thought um, and if dad had a different opinion. Um, and I then asked his nana, who, <laughs> who would basically protect him and defend him from up on high. Um, when I spoke to Nana, I said, hey, I, I would like a Nana's opinion and a mother's opinion. I then explained the situation and she said, I'm only going to answer as a mother because a Nana will do whatever they can to look out for their grandchildren and defend them. And actually, I don't want to be in that position where I'm trying to do that in this situation. As a mother, I think that what he did was completely unacceptable and there are holes in his story and even if it was accurate, it doesn't sound like it was. And I think he needs to be punished for that. I then came home and spoke to Dad and said, what's your thoughts? What's your views on this one? And he too was tired and he too had not had a particularly good night's sleep. So he too said, absolutely. We're, we're bringing down the hammer on this and, and we're really bringing it down because this is just not okay. So we went back to Little Dude and told him this was the outcome. And again, he felt that he, would be, he had been really poorly treated and that we were going over the top on something that he couldn't, have, he couldn't help. I won't waste your time talking through the back and forth that we had there and the sort of like the text exchange because he was on his way home. Um, it started off not heated, but it started off a little bit um, full of friction. But over time, he sort of uh, apologised again. And I said to him, I feel like you've disrespected us. And I feel like you've thrown a good nature and a good gesture back in our faces. And that's just not okay. And he apologised and said, I, I get where you're coming from. I just need you to know I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. And I said, as much as you may not have tried to be disrespectful, you have to understand that whilst your acts, acts may not have been disrespectful, the way they were received was we felt very disrespected. He's responded to that and said, that makes a lot of sense. He gets where we're coming from. And is really sorry. And we've kind of left it at that. So I feel like it was a difficult exchange, but actually has the opportunity to have a, a good outcome. Um, and I'm hoping from this he's going to be in a position where he can learn that you know, actions, consequence, and and that we still have rules, even though it's got a little bit lighter, they still exist. Um, so that's, uh, that's where we're at. I'm going to let you know if that does pan out and 
<laughs> if it does go the way that I think or hope it does. Um, I will keep you posted. Um, if you feel like I've been unreasonable, I would absolutely love you to get in touch and let me know um, so as I can know that you you feel like actually could have been a bit better here, could have, could have been fairer in this situation. Um, and I'll, I'll listen, I'll listen, I promise. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if anyone thinks that perhaps I should have gone a little bit lighter. Um, you can let me know. Um, but yeah, let me know. Right, that's it from me for, for this week. Um, thank you as always for tuning in and I will speak to you again next week. Cool. Bye.